2: Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down a show from the TLC network. The name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows that are on that channel... My deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select a show to cover for the next episode by spinning our beautiful Wheel of Shame, which has only the trashiest of trash, TLC and Discovery Plus shows that we will be studying.
3: (gasps) Hi, Shirt Twin. Okay,
2: (laughs) guys. So we, hi, we get on our Zoom and do our pre-pod chat. Mm Mm-hmm. And last week was our first week back together and you were wearing this tie-dye. I couldn't really see like the sweater. I was wearing something else. I went and changed and got like near match. If you go and look on YouTube, you'll see we had like near match. Today we're doing pre, um, pre-pod pre talk. I see her wearing a shirt and I'm like, I've got it in my wardrobe. <laughs> so I walk out, put it on, I come back and we're literally twins right now. Kate, I think we should do this for every single pod, wear exactly the same top. It it's, would be
3: so good. It seems that we have very similar apparently. Shirts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> apparently our wardrobes are uh, similar. It's just like our taste in shit TV. You know, it's it's amazing. So Kate, thank you for stepping in yesterday. Sorry, guys, I could not be with you to discuss 90 Day Fiance. And Kate, admittedly, I haven't even watched the episode. I didn't have time. And then we were going to record. And I was like, is there any way you could do it solo? So thank you for doing that. Guys, I will catch up.
3: You're welcome. We- it, it was a good... It was a good episode. and Was it? It was uh, the most controversial thing, of course, being Rob the Knob, just being an absolute jerk okay. about her sexuality. Bisexual,
2: I knew it. Okay, I'm going to predict what happened. Honest to God, I have not watched it. What I have seen online is just, we got a DM from one of our great listeners who said, um, I can't wait to hear your reaction about Rob the Knob and what he said. And I wrote back something like, can't wait, whatever. I had predicted the week before, Kate, so before you came back, I had said, we had Sophie getting nervous about telling Rob that she was bisexual. And I said, I'm calling it right now. What's going to happen is he's going to go ding, 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 ding. She hid something from me, which means I can use that to my benefit to be a victim because I've done so much shady shit. I've always looked like the shit one, but I'm going to twist this now as she's done something wrong. And he's going to associate bisexuality with being promiscuous. Am I right?
3: All of the above. But he hit hit every insulting thing that a bi person hates to hear. It's like slutty. Gonna. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me about this? uh, You're not actually queer. All women think other women are beautiful. No, he didn't do that one. Yes. Um, and then he's like, I can just see in five or 10 years, you're going to just want to go off and fuck some woman. And she's like, I would never do that to you. If I did feel like I want needed to explore that, I would come to you and talk about my feelings. And he's like, well, that wouldn't happen. If you're going to hook up with a woman, I'm going to be there. I mean, it was, I can't believe he, it.
2: he's, he is a caricature
3: of himself.
2: I, he's, is... Maybe it's it's good for my blood pressure. I didn't watch that episode, actually. (laughs) Because he's just that guy that you knew would say that. Mm -hmm. Um, I would understand completely if he was like, whoa, I I didn't know your sexuality and I think that's something you should have told me. Fair enough, if that was his reaction, right? Because if you're being in a relationship with someone, you would imagine that you knew their sexuality. Fair enough. But then going down the list and checking every single box of stereotypes
3: yeah that he could say is uh... He, he acts like it's something that's happening to him instead of her she just wants to be fully seen by the person she's about to marry I think and also he's like why didn't you tell me this two years ago well she's just now figuring out her sexuality she's only 23 I so, yeah. remem- remember remember that one of the first episodes her one of her best friends didn't even know I mean she's just now coming out and figuring it out and yeah so yeah
2: she's I keep saying I I keep
3: saying that she really annoys me but
2: I forget how young she she's 23 she's, yeah. she's a kid yes so listen I said. If she is using him, marrying him, get that green card. It couldn't happen to a better person. I hope it is happening to Rob. I hope she uses him for that green card and she's living her best life. Like couldn't happen to a better knob than Rob.
3: Oh, and to add insult to injury, he completely embarrasses her at the uh, jewelry shop when they go to buy a ring. I don't know if I could watch this episode. What's the cheapest ring you have type of stuff? Yeah. Do, tell me, do they end up getting a ring? Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars hideous yeah. plain yeah. ring. Yeah,
2: it's so mortifying. She, I hope she took that green card and ran. All, all right. right. So um. That, well, thank yeah, you that for was, that. I don't that think I one. have to skip that one, guys. I might have to get more summary notes from Kate. I I don't think I can yeah. watch all of that. Yeah. Um. I do want to start off. It is um something very sad that I do just want to acknowledge because we are in the TLC world and I think it is important that we we talk about it um extremely extremely sad news that um the star the sister of Honey Boo Boo um from her her long running show here comes Honey Boo Boo her eldest sister Anna um passed away just a couple of days ago at 20 20- nine from cancer She, husband and two children just so sad Ugh. incredibly incredibly tragic and I think that that young woman you know the children are only some I think this is like eight and eleven I mean it's it's heartbreaking um Ugh. so there's a lot of lots of pain there but um yeah, I just thought we had to we had to mention because they were are such a huge part of TLC. To think where it all started, I mean, she started on Toddlers and Tiaras, that horror show, and then of course she got the big show. And their life has been touched by so much, um, a, 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 a lot of stuff. You know, the mother ended up breaking up with that husband or partner, and then she had a massive spiral into drugs, mm-hmm. and she came out of that. But I think. At the end of Anna's life, they were all together. Um, mm-hmm. her mother was present and back in her life because they were estranged for a bit. And um, yeah, just wishing everyone peace with that. It was extreme, extremely, extremely sad. Well, a wish- lovely young woman. Uh,
3: yes, I wish the same. There's been a lot of hardship. Yeah, that them And yeah, wishing yes. wishing them peace in this. Time. Absolutely,
2: another TLC star that's had some good news recently. That's also certainly had their their History of Troubles is um, um, your fave, Thousand Pound Sisters. They are no longer Thousand Pound Sisters. I mean, the name doesn't even fit them anymore. The amount that Tammy's left, lost, is insane. It is. Um, go Apparently, Tammy. go Tammy. The new season started either last night or tonight. So, Kate, you need to get your eyeballs on it. I do.
3: I do. Let's see what's going on with the gals. I will be watching that tonight or tomorrow for sure. Good. Well, we're going to dive into
2: our show from Wheel of Shame. And guys, this is so, so nice to get back into the warm, cozy comfort where all of this, this whole podcast started back in our Wheel of Shame shows. And before we do, I'm going to do a little tiny, mini, mini segue because it's very timely into Bravo. Bravo. Now, guys, very quickly, I'm not going to take long on this. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, is Kate and I have been watching, we've said amazing season, everything's been brilliant. The season started with a, with a, to come on this season, Heather Gay finding out something explosive, right? And a phone call while they're in Bermuda. They're currently in Bermuda. I think The Secret's going to come out this week or next week. This is where I had to mention it. I had had a theory since it began that I believe nobody knows that Monica put Jen Shah in prison and they find that out on the trip and then everything explodes. I kept saying to you, Kate, that's what I think happened. That's what I think happened because to back that up, nobody in the fights has mentioned at all that Monica did this. And I think that it would have been brought up by now. Then a couple of weeks ago, you know, I was filling you in on the fact that Monica was suing Beauty Lab and Laser. So Heather and Monica, so a lot of fan Brave fans are like, that's what she finds out. She finds out in Bermuda that they are um that Monica's suing her. And um, so we we were kind of like, oh, that's probably what it is. Then I go on to Instagram to an extremely populous um Instagram account of which I do not have the name in front of me. I'm so sorry. I have it. I'm going to put it on our Instagram though. It's, it has a ton of followers. It's not a podcast. It's an Instagram page of Bravo. It's like Bravo. It's not Bravo scientists, but it's one of those really well-known ones. They did a whole post about, see, I think our theory's right. That they find out that Monica put Jen Shah in prison in Bermuda. So I write underneath, oh my God, somebody else thinks this. Like it isn't just us. And I backed up our theory of why we think that, um, and there's a lot of support. So I just want to say that I believe we were the first ones to think it. That's all.
3: We can roll the footage. Roll I mean.
2: footage. Roll <laughs> the package. I mean, we watch honestly, the show. <laughs> watch the show. Name them. Name them. I mean, whatever you want to do. I just wanna. I I just wanna put that yeah. out there. That's a little bit of bravo things, but we shall see this week or next what really blows up.
3: I can't wait. Um, did you want? Do you want me to quickly tell you the cast of the single <gasps> life and give me your quick reactions? Go ahead,
2: please. Go ahead with this. Season okay. 7. So this is ninety day fiance new season single life. Yes, the single okay.
3: life season four. It's premiering on New Year's Day, eight seven yes. central.
2: Eight seven central. <laughs> and I will give you my quick fire responses. Let's see what I immediately comes to mind. All right,
3: we have Debbie of Debbie and Osama, 68, Georgia. No, overplayed. Mm -mm. Okay. We have John, 40 from Nevada. And if you'll remember, he is Patrick's brother. Patrick nope. and Thais. End
2: of story. Nope. The Boston accent, even though I love my Bostonians, nope. I didn't like him at all. He's super awkward. It's going to be uncomfortable to watch. He thinks this is. He's going to be wasted the entire time. Out. Nope. Next.
3: He made me laugh a couple of times, so I have a small sparkle oh, of hope for him. But okay, but um, I can see it going either way. Tyre, thirty-three, California. I we wanted him on it, so yes, I'm okay with tyrae Absolutely. Uh, he's the one, listeners, who got catfished by Carmela. We have Chantal of Pedro and Chantal.
2: Enough or enough, go away. You have had like a spin off and been on 10 seasons. Enough, go away. No, even though I love her breasts. Those breasts, I can't stop watching them. Sorry, no, she, I objectify all these people, but I can't help it. But no, enough, go away. She's, she's stunning. Okay. Tim. Right. What do you think I'm going to say? That little hideous garden gnome needs to take his bad eyeliner, his ripped up 2001 club promoter jeans, and piss off.
3: No, no, and no. I have to send you his promo photo from for the for the season because he looks like a second rate magician. Okay. And then hate that Veronica guy. of Tim and Veronica.
2: What are we doing? Bottom of the barrel, dude. Bottom of the
3: barrel. And she's Come- dating and she's dating Jamal. Jamal.
2: Why can we not get Kimbali? I'd rather see Kimbali and her weird, dusty Michael Jackson collection than her son dating Tim's
3: ex. What are we doing? Well, fear not, because rounding out the cast, we have <laughs> she's Natalie. Back. She's, back. she's back. She's back.
2: She's looking better than ever. She looks amazing, Um, she but does. she's going to be back. She, and she's still chasing that weird Vegas guy that runs a Bobo multi-level marketing scams, I'm supposedly, well, that I and, think.
3: And it's gonna. it says, as Natalie tries to build a life with Josh, Josh, in LA, she begins to realize that Josh's lifestyle might not be conducive to her future. <laughs> <laughs> God, if I bumped into her
2: in LA. Woo! Oh. I, lo- times I would have
3: i think people in general are the audience is sick of natalie but i can't oh, get, i i think she's I'm, so entertaining i'm
2: fine with her too i'm absolutely fine with her her weird yeah. self-conscious body movements her intense insanity um until where until she still never opens her jaw I love her. So I'm fine with Natalie. But the other, the 95% of that car should be scrapped.
3: Yeah. Tyree, Natalie. Yes. Maybe that um, Boston guy. Yeah. That's it.
2: I'm only having the Boston guy. If he sh- shows loving and care and brings on the Pomeranian that Thais and her brother got, that's mm-hmm. the only way I'll watch it.
3: Yes. We need a, a Palm cameo. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: All, all right. right, so thank you for that, Kate. You have my very non-biased, caring, <laughs> gentle opinions on all those people. <laughs> thank um, you. Why don't you go into the description of the show that the Wheel of Shame chose for
3: us many moons ago? <laughs> I'd love to. So the show that we are going to be reviewing today is called A Ghost Ruined My Life. <gasps> Excuse me, Eli Eli Roth presents...
2: Thank you very much.
3: A ghost ruined my life. And this is how... I'll get
2: onto him in a minute, (laughs) but carry on.
3: (laughs) This is how Discovery Plus describes the show. Eli Roth presents true stories of hauntings that have shattered the lives of the people who have experienced them. Equal parts terrifying and evocative, Roth exposes the real-life horror of paranormal survivors dragged to hell and back
1: does he
2: <laughs> does he Kate it was great in theory oh I mean mm-hmm. we were well, well let's get into this so we you decided to, you chose an episode for us it was mm-hmm. season one episode eight and it was called the white lady or something right mm-hmm, that's right it's, it's to my note-taking it was called the white lady or something right <laughs> um now Eli Roth let's let's get into him for a little moment please um, when I think of Eli Roth, this is what I think of. I think of jet black hair, early 2000s. We're talking 2002 to 2008. That's early 2000. That's where we're going with Eli Roth. 2002 to 2008. We are going to Hostel. we are going to lot him being the face of gore porn or murder porn or whatever it was called hostile torture porn with Mm -hmm. all of these horrific films that were produced around that time of young attractive women getting sexually tortured and tortured and house cabin fever yes and yeah but not even that i i just felt and i always had a (laughs) now you know i'm not one to not one to gossip and I'm not one to cast aspersions on anyone, as you know, Kate.
3: Never. Um,
2: never. Oh, I always thought there was something weird about him. Now, mm. this was based on... We're really digging deep here, guys. He once dated Peaches Goldoff, who has now passed away. But Peaches Goldoff was an English socialite son of Bob Goldoff, who, um, uh, who was in the Boomtown Rats. Um, and... She was like very young, and he was into his like late thirties when she dated him. I got a vibe from him that there was—he definitely has like a basement in his house where stuff goes down. That not good stuff either. We're not talking nice basement, fun stuff. We're talking bad, bad. Like he is going around, la, eight millimeter Nicholas Cage movie, which is fabulous if you haven't seen it binding and paying a lot of money for snuff movies by the way this is all alleged I'm not saying any of this is true sorry just want to put that out there. that's the vibe I always got from him so when I saw this I was like suddenly every it all came flooding back to me Kate it all like a wave all these emotions of Eli Roth came back to me and I also went what the fuck happened to Eli Roth where
3: did he go he's making these for Discovery Plus This just came out a couple of years ago. But he was
2: a proper producer, writer, director of Hollywood movies, and he vanished.
3: Mm, I don't know.
2: know I think you know what? I couldn't be bothered to do that much research, but I did just went through memory, just went by memory and cut and rumors. But I do think there was a scandal. Uh, Kate looks like she's busy looking it up now I feel like he had something come out and this could just be in all of my own fantasies that I was proven right about something for once but I do feel like there was some scandal because Kate he was fucking massive dude he was doing all a blockbuster like summer blockbuster Halloween blockbuster torture stuff and he vanished And I think something came, there was a lawsuit or I feel like there was something that came out about him.
3: There's a Complex article, (laughs) Complex.com, entitled, Remember That Time When Eli Roth Fucked the Internet? Eli Roth has a questionable sexual history on the internet. Yeah,
2: ding dong!
3: Okay, he, oh, that's right, and he was in, Inglorious Bastards. He
2: was, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, um, that's Tarantino, dude. That's Tarantino. Yeah. Like, so he did something. He fucked someone off. He did something wrong. part uh, pardon my French.
3: He was sending.
2: Yeah. This here article. We go. This article is saying <laughs> something
3: about. <laughs> him sending semi-undressed pictures of himself to fans on like twitter myspace live journal yeah Uh it's mentioning a cyber orgy there people have screenshots of very uh not safe for work messages
2: yeah i knew it see guys i am Never
3: wrong. <laughs> Wait, this haunting sentence. The night ended with a lone, sad jizz tissue, which Roth took a picture of alongside the message, Pix or it didn't happen. Good morning, blueberries.
2: <laughs> he... No, okay, no wonder he's on Discovery Channel. But, I mean, that is
3: the level now it's he all deserves.
2: Now, this is the level he deserves to be at. Creating a ghost ruined my life for Discovery Channel.
3: So that, 15
2: years later,
3: that tissue photo was in 2009, apparently. Yeah,
2: see, what did I say? I said he went from yep. 2002 to 2008 and then messed it all up. Okay, guys, the information we give you, thank you for your uh diligent work there, Kate. So quick with the research, anytime. Um, see, so that's <laughs> my first thought on this.
3: <laughs> Woo. Woo. <laughs> So Eli Roth presents. So now he's doing these. So, so like we said, this one's called Eli Roth presents a ghost ruin my life. But he's done very similarly named ones. Like there's Eli Roth presents my possessed pet. Eli so, whoa, presen- whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not going past that one so quickly. <laughs> Rewind. What was that called?
3: My possessed pet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-
2: how the mighty have fallen you are in a tarantino film dude and you are now
3: (laughs) it's that jizz tissue good morning blueberries and (laughs) then it presents the legion of exorcists so there's a couple of these similar you know uh half interview half uh recreation type of shows wow
2: wow 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 so I mean that's what we should say it says at the top of this we chose this What I mean we could honestly have just put this whole podcast about Eli Roth that's for another day uh we'll put that we'll put that on a paywall we'll put that behind a paywall because of the inflammatory stuff we'll say about Eli Roth um So it starts off by saying, you know, this is real, real stories, real victims. And then you do see the woman that we are going to hear about, Amber Gilmore. We see her sit down for an interview. So I'm hopeful at this point, Kate. I'm like, okay, good. We're actually getting somebody face-to-face. And it is not a show that I'd seen before, which was very, very well done about, it was in a similar vein. It was about a haunting um, that had happened to them. And it's the person sits down in a circle with all of their friends and kind of recounts what happens to them. It was a really interesting show. If anyone knows what that show was, I swear it was like Discovery Plus, but it was actually done very, very well. Mm. But I thought that was going to be this, but it wasn't. So she sits down, Amber Gilmore, and I'm like, all right, we've got it. So we see the woman. First scene opens is – we. this is reconstruction as well. um, And it's silent, and you just see the actress in this reconstruction walk into a kitchen. The tap's been running. She turns the tap off, leaves – Tap turns on again. She walks back in, turns off, turns around, and all the furniture has been piled on top of the kitchen table. Straight out of poltergeist, terrifying stuff.
3: Yes. And then it cuts back to real Amber Gilmore, and she starts kind of going back to the beginning of how this all started. Mm -hmm. So she's a young single mom. She just got a fancy new job new boyfriend and she has a young daughter like a Mm -hmm. five-year-old maybe Mm. and she has a side hustle where she goes on Facebook marketplace and finds old antique furniture and fixes it up and flips it Mm -hmm. and so she's online one day and she spots this gorgeous Victorian style antique vanity right So she has her boyfriend go to whoever's selling it, pick it up and bring it to her house.
2: Now, can we touch on the boyfriend for a little bit? So in the reconstruction, we see, you know, her coming home from work and the boyfriend has retrieved this vanity and you see her staring at it, mesmerized by it, which, okay. Um, And she's just staring at it, staring at it. And then the boyfriend comes on the screen and I looked and I went, Who are you? And I'm looking at him and thinking, I know you. And I'm looking and thinking, who do you remind me of? And then it goes, boom, another throwback. He looks like a Bobo Jon Snow from uh, Game of Thrones.
3: Oh, Kit Harrington. Oh, Kit Harrington. You know, it
2: was straight away, you know nothing, Jon Snow. That was who he was, right? So I look and I go, boom, it's it's a Bobo Jon Snow. So I, then I spent the next 25 minutes finding out what Kit Harrington's doing.
3: I thought for sure you were going to say, and then I remembered, I did background work with this guy.
2: Seriously, Seriously <laughs> I was like, I definitely did background with him or, or you know, or the other like massive, massive tears right. of acting that I got to in Hollywood. Right, right. <laughs> and, um, no, usually I know I'm always excited if I could see someone that I did background with. I was like, that would be a dream. But no, it was a Bobo John Snow. So then I was like, huh, what happened to Kit Harrington? So yeah, then what is it? Sp- is- oh, I'll tell you because I spent 25 minutes, Pause this and then spent 25 minutes going down a rabbit hole Kit Harrington. So as we all know, Kit Harington, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones was everything for the, What I mean, it feels like 100 years it was on. But it finished in 2019 was the last season. So I think it was really on about five years, maybe in production six, seven years, something. It was a long period of time with all these actors. And you remember, even if you didn't watch it, Game of Thrones was everything and everywhere, the biggest show on HBO, biggest show everywhere, Game of Thrones, and for a long time afterwards, you know, anticipating the final and the finale and the ending and all this happened. Right. Kit, uh, I went on to his IMDb. He's been in like five things since then. And I'm like, this can't be right. This cannot be right. One of them was a fairly well-known show we had like a couple of episodes in um then he did another another hbo show which he had a couple of episodes in mm-hmm. then he did this something that looks like a student film i swear to god it it got and it, the rating was like 4.8 then he did maybe two more films since 2009 well since he probably wrapped filming 2018 to 2023 he has like five credits i was blown away by it blown away what can i say i mean
3: imagine how much money they made doing that sh- doing game of thrones he doesn't need to do anything but that's not the point though the point is <laughs> that you get fucked on those shows
2: this is what happens to them they have such a hard time getting hired again
3: no one and can you- see them as anything else basically no one can see
2: him as anything but john snow
3: like after Harry Potter, I feel like yeah, some I of mean, them, some God of them didn't bless. do much.
2: God bless those those Weasley twins and right. the, all of the Weasleys. God bless them all. Many <laughs> of the majority of them never worked again. So it it was just I was going down his IMDb. I was like, you had everything for so many years, and then it then Hollywood just goes, actually, no thanks. That's a blow to the ego. Anyway, that was twenty five minutes. I maybe spent he's maybe he's
3: doing theater no
2: he did one he did he did henry the um oh, okay. henry. yeah but uh that was it. that mm. was in his IM. that was included in his five anyway listen oh. to me ju- listen to me judging him oh not doing very well <laughs> whereas i'm like oh i think i know that guy from background i mean give me a break <laughs> the cheek of me so cheek. <laughs> so anyway cheap. kate they pick up the vanity the vanity's back at the house
3: yes and as you say, she's very transfixed by it. She's mesmerized by it. She's kind of this actress is just ever so gently caressing it with her finger down the drawer Mm -hmm. and she's gazing at it. And she tells us that normally she flips these in a few days and it's out the door and she sells it. But for some reason she wanted to keep it around. And so she ends up keeping it and puts it in one of her rooms and after she says there's something strange telling her she shouldn't really touch it or mess with it
2: yeah you know to like like refurbish
3: mm. it yeah Mm -hmm. and uh so then it's been at her house for two weeks or uh, something like that and she goes upstairs we see her go upstairs she hears her little daughter playing pretend and talking to someone Mm -hmm. so she asks her who are you talking to
1: Mm -hmm. the daughter
3: says the white lady <clears throat> who's that she's dressed in white and really nice
2: she's not going be nice for long bitch no. um so <laughs> the problem with this is is shock horror there's a problem with the show is that it, it was so strange because they had the woman that was dealing with all of this first and last name giving her account <coughs> excuse me of What was going on? And of course we do reenactments with something like this, I get it. But there was no, no, there wasn't enough narration from the woman that was going through it. Did you feel that? It was like, you'd see the the actress, the scene of her going into the room and the little girl going and she said to me, the white lady hate doesn't like you. Because this is where we get into that the child starts acting bizarrely because this white lady doesn't like the mother and the white lady is saying things. But you just see that as the actors portraying it but there should have been the narration of the gut of the woman saying you know i was walking to my daughter's room and she was saying to me that this white lady didn't want to be around didn't like me and i was listening to my daughter every night change her personality tell me that this she was with this white lady all the time tell me the way but we didn't get any of it. it's so unsatisfying
0: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yes, most of the interesting little
3: tidbits were not shown in this. It would just turn it would just turn into a crappy B movie for a while. And you're kind of like, well, what is going on? And then oh, she's back, the real lady's back. And she'd give us a couple interesting things and then it would go back into this crappy movie.
2: (laughs) And, you know, she's being interviewed and she's saying, I felt sick, I had no energy and my daughter kept telling me about this white lady and she was getting but she wasn't even saying this the 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 footage role footage that was showing us you know the little girl was getting more aggressive towards the mother mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. then you'd flash back to her narration she was just like she her personality was changing no 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 you should be specifying shit here then we'd get something that that was half promising because she talks about these occurrences in the kitchen with the tap going on and off and drawers being pulled out, right? Mm-hmm. So then we get to a scene in, um, with the actual woman, Amber, with the film crew. It's like breaking mm-hmm. right the fourth wall. You see the film crew in the kitchen and I'm like, okay, here we are now. We're actually gonna get some like proper details. So yes. she walks over and she goes, this was the tap and it would turn fully on like this and then it would turn off and then the drawers would come out and then the drawers would close again. And... That is what, um, that's what, that's what kept happening. And that you see the film crew, you see the, the boom, you see all of this, but that was it. There was like no Mm -hmm. photos. There was no video. There was no interview with the daughter. I understand if it's a minor, you probably wouldn't want to interview, but it was like, they were so close to getting something that seemed real, but didn't utilize her at Mm -hmm. all.
3: Mm -hmm. I totally agree. I, I was not getting enough enough detail about certain days what happened. Like walk us through a day. Yes, exactly. It was yeah,
2: vague. I was. I started to not feel very well. It's Mm -hmm. like you know when you go to an acting class and it's all about you know show don't tell. It. This was the opposite. It should have been. Tell us. Stop showing it to us. Do you know what I mean? Because we Mm -hmm. were just seeing these scenes. Like you say, it was like a movie, but you have the woman and you're filming in her house. Take us through the house. Take us through photos of the vanity. Show us the actual listing of the vanity. She's got to have photos of it. it. It was a weird utilization of her.
3: And then I thought maybe they would... Figure out where the hell did this vanity come from? Whose was right. this? Why is it haunted? Who did she buy it from? Did she contact them on Facebook? Good point. I I wanted to see if there was any investigation into it. And then so, so the story is kind of progressing, like we say. So the um the daughter's getting aggressive with her, telling her to get out. The white lady doesn't want you here, she doesn't like you. She starts hearing voices and getting more isolated. Her boyfriend doesn't believe her and is telling her she it's all in her head. Mm -hmm. And she ends up quitting her job.
2: We get this. This she basically yeah. She's saying that her entire life spiraled. So she starts this by saying I had a new new job, a new boyfriend. I had a new place, uh, and, and a young daughter, and a new career in tech, which I loved. She's in Mississippi. We should have said that in Mississippi. And then she, it's just this vague, I wasn't feeling well. And then you cut to a scene of the daughter saying the white lady hates you. Okay. And then you would see a scene, but it wouldn't be told to you. It'd be a scene of her seeing something in the corner of her eye. Mm-hmm. But Amber never really said a lot about what else was happening in the house. It was just these stupid scenes, right? And then she said it was affecting, then you'd get it was affecting Amber inside and outside of the house. And then it was, um Amber um quit quit her job. She's like, I I was at the point in work, I couldn't concentrate or not even that much. And then she's like, and I just left and never went back. Sorry, what? But what happens? Tell us what happened. It's like this mm, read between the lines, roll mm-hmm. footage. It's mm-hmm. So odd. And the little girl, she's like seeing the little girl in places or thinks she's somewhere where she isn't. Girls, she's having dreams. She says, my relationship started to go downhill. But there was no specifications of what kind of conversation she'd had with the boyfriend.
3: Right. And there's this, that scene of her daughter coming into her bedroom and speaking with a demon voice and then choking her and then she wakes up and it's a nightmare and she didn't say anything about that and I was like, "Well, was that a nightmare yes. or well, did production was your daughter this? was your daughter being physically aggressive with you?" Uh yeah, it was a lot of montages of her just hearing voices and holding so her head in her so hands. Sh-
2: so strange there is one scene that i'd forgotten about kate that i just wrote down and i hope i hope that this stands out to you as much as it does now as we're talking about these odd scenes that you'd see that stuff didn't make place, didn't make sense so she's we see that you know she's we have a narration and she's saying i was making lunch for my daughter one day the beginning the opening of this scene is her put? this is so weird okay there is just a regular throwaway scene of someone making lunch for a five-year-old and she's in the kitchen with her back to the living room and in the living room she has like a little tent thing and she can see the outline of her daughter and apparently hear her daughter so the camera has her over her shoulder preparing lunch it's a five-year-old you're doing it for camera what peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a ham sandwich or something like that right grilled cheese soup whatever she pulls out two fish heads from a can and puts them on a chopping board and goes, hey, it's time for lunch. I just remembered how weird that was. No, I didn't notice the fish. It was two perfectly cut off, severed fish heads, and she put them on a chopping board and was like, I was preparing her lunch one day. What, what? were you preparing?
3: Ew. <laughs> no, I didn't catch that. I kept
2: thinking that that was going to play into something. Like, she went back and the fish heads were, I don't know, the running under the sink or something, running under the water. It was so, such a weird use of, it made no sense to the story or anything that was going on. It makes you wonder who was, what Eli was on that day, because... <clears throat> Makes yeah, no sense. The to
3: props me. the props master is putting a jar of peanut butter on the counter and Eli's like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Someone go sets. slice the heads off of <laughs> me. It was you gotta
2: go back and see it was I'll get a screenshot, and put it on our Instagram. It was completely maniacal. I don't know why that was added in there. It made no sense. Looney tunes.
3: Weird. Was that the scene? because we eventually get to this scene where it kind of comes to a head and she
2: no penitent <laughs> a
3: f- comes to a fish head mm-hmm. and she can hear her daughter talking but she can yeah. also hear this old creepy old lady voice yes talking back and she goes into the living room or the kids room or something yeah i think it's the living room and there's a couch and there's a doll on it and the girl Is yells at it- it- Mm. or is that a bedroom and the girl yells at her to get out and then the doll head turns towards her
2: right that's we didn't what, get in- because, but then there was no narration of i walked into my daughter's room because i heard two voices then i turned around and a doll that had no batteries in was playing music that's all we needed but there was nothing
3: it It made me doubt a lot of it because she wasn't i wasn't hearing it from the horse's mouth you know
2: but you had the horse use the horse (laughs) like it made no sense her whole contribution for this was i started to get ill my relationship broke down i couldn't get rid of the vanity she tried to go and smash it one day with a sledgehammer but i felt like i couldn't do that um I, she says the tap would turn on and off, but we, these massive scenes of like this doll playing and it's never heard her say any of that.
3: And then after the sledgehammer thing, where she's like, oh, I can't do it. Then she decides she needs to get her daughter out of the house. Enough's Mm -hmm. enough. And so she has the boyfriend take her somewhere.
2: That's ominous. Listen. I don't know what was going on there. But yeah, give your daughter to your boyfriend to go and take her somewhere. I mean, that line itself is a Discovery Plus episode. But anyway, sorry.
3: And as the daughter is, uh, she's in the backseat of his car. And as they're driving away, the daughter's waving to the white lady in the window. And then she goes, she proceeds to go in the house and battle the white lady. (laughs)
2: no voiceover that any of this happened apart from which she's you see this like she says some then you hear her say something happened and i was being choked and i woke up from mm-hmm. being choked mm-hmm. oh, okay well what happened then it ends by the way how this ends and correct me if i'm wrong because i was really still thinking about bobo kit harrington at this point but Am I right in thinking that this vanity was in her bedroom, okay? And we are led to believe that the only way she got rid of it, after her daughter was out the house, after the boyfriend was out the house, is she lit it on fire. Well, how did she do that in the house, without the house burning down?
3: She must have taken it out in the yard. Never shown,
2: though. But Never we don't shown. know. <laughs> Because she was like, I don't even want to touch it. And then she's like, and I eventually got rid of it by setting it on fire. Well, where did you set it on fire? You mean in the bedroom where it was? Or did you drag it down on your own flights it's of stairs? very heavy,
3: right? Unclear, unclear. And what about the thing where she briefly mentioned that she wanted to get a priest to come bless the house mm-hmm. or be there with her, but mm-hmm. couldn't? Why couldn't she?
2: That's actually, that made sense to me. Did she say um, Yeah, so she said I was, and they showed this picture of one of the most, I mean, they couldn't have picked a more cheesier, like haunted looking church. She said, I tried to go to a priest to help me with this problem. And in the Catholic church, you know, we do believe in demons and we do believe in the afterlife and we do believe in exorcisms when needed. And, but not all priests will do them there are certain Mm. priests that will not touch things like that you do have to be trained to be an actual exorcist and be able to perform exorcisms um it is a ritual and you have to Mm -hmm. be trained how to do it and a lot of priests uh, apparently with her story as well I mean from what we've heard it doesn't sound like anything (laughs) you know but I mean you know who knows how she presented it but some priests, if they think there's no threat, they wouldn't go through with an exorcism. Mm-hmm. Um, and an exorcism mm-hmm. is usually done on a person, as opposed to a place. So she could have got a priest in to bless the house. Any priest will do that. But then she may not be. I, I don't know. Was, that didn't. I was like, are you actually Catholic, or were you? Ta- and were you talking about a priest? Or were you talking about another denomination? Or I don't know how much she she knew what she was talking about with that either.
3: Mm-mm. She... And then. <laughs> yeah
2: so she burns it down right yep. and then, yep. then we get it goes to black and we find out then it's one of the this honestly something weird was going on in this set because and it wasn't the ghost because it goes to black and then it says she broke up with a boyfriend and honestly i thought they were going to be like and she lost custody of her kid i seriously thought it was going to be like something like that that she was kookadoo um mm. but she says she lost her job or quit her job she broke up with a boyfriend and she moved away and that they still have paranormal experiences. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Kind of what goes on now. Then it cuts to the woman. And this, I wrote this down. This is what she says in narration. She says, I don't work for a tech company anymore, but actually, sorry, I'm going to start this from the top. Cause I'm going to do it in the manner and the pattern that she said this. I don't work for a tech company anymore. But I do bartend, which which makes fairly good money. What? <laughs> What's that?
3: I was so bummed out that that's how it ended.
2: Are you talking about women? You went from a tech company to bartending. Yeah, I, okay, fine, but... Yeah. She, was, she did genuinely was making out her job was like a CEO of Apple. I mean, she was like, <laughs> I was CEO of Apple and then I just walked out and never went back again. And so she said, and I do bartend, <laughs> which makes fairly good money. What? We don't need all these details. The details we need, love, is what was happening when you were getting haunted by the white lady. No, all gone.
3: And she's like, and by the way, my daughter still... Talks to ghosts sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah, sometimes. I mean we definitely still see stuff. My daughter still sees stuff, but you know, that's it. End of story.
3: Didn't didn't know objects could be haunted. Now I do.
2: <laughs> I I honestly it was think odd. that it was so odd. The pace was strange. The mix of the narration and reenactment was jilted, just disjointed, made no sense the fish heads i i'm not gonna get over that scene it is so odd kate so you see her camera is on her opening a tin and pulling out one fish head and putting it on the chopping board grabbing another one and putting it on the chopping board as a narration is, i was just preparing lunch for my daughter
3: what we need a we need to get a screenshot of that i'll get it <laughs> i want to um, see
2: that hey Let's refresh our listeners on our rating scale first.
3: Sure. Okay. So we rate every show that we review from the Discovery Plus TLC network realm. And uh, we do it on a scale of zero to 600. Mm-hmm. We got that number from uh, My 600 Pound Life, one of the network's most popular shows. Mm-hmm. And we like to gauge our Pounds of learning, if you will, Mm. as well as it's kind of become entertainment factor. How good was the show? And so for this, I would give it uh, I give it like one seventy-five.
2: I understand that I went I pushed it to 250, and that was being generous. Yeah. Eli needs to go back to sending naked photos on the internet because this is not this is not his jam. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know how we went from hostile to this. I really he's, don't.
3: He's lost the plot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's, he's someone check on him. Eli. Someone check on Eli.
3: Someone DM him on live journal and see oh, what's going on.
2: It's it was bizarre. There is a second season, I believe, right, Kate.
3: There is. So this mm. first season, these are 40, like 40 minute episodes. This is from the first season, which came out in 2021. Mm. And there is a second season. Mm. Um, some of the descriptions and, you know, images for the other episodes looked way scarier than this one. But I just oh, didn't want to be that scared. <laughs> for yeah. this, So I picked one that seemed a little more mild.
2: I've got to find that show that I'm talking about it was mm-hmm. chilling it was people recounting horrendous hauntings that they went through and it mm. the way it was done was really thoughtful it wasn't like this you that they, they she, she or he sits in a circle and they're telling some of the family members or friends are there excuse me that have witnessed it to back up her stories. And then there are other people that they're telling for the first time. And there is reenactments, but they are done very, very well. And the majority of it is going around this room with these people saying, I was there. I saw when that cupboard opened and that stuff fell out the cupboard. It's crazy.
3: Is it It called A Haunting? Could be. 2005 is when it first came out.
2: I don't, I'd have to an, look. An,
3: Amer- an American paranormal anthology previewing stories told by the victims. They tell their terrifying mm. encounters with the paranormal. Narration, frightening reenactments, and religious content. Oh. Or is it Haunted on Netflix? Real people sit down with friends and family and share terrifying true stories from their past.
2: Oh, that sounds... Because it is like friends and family.
3: Ooh, this is it.
2: Is it? What's it? They're all hey? sitting in a circle. That's it. What's it called?
3: Haunted on Netflix. Tell me if that's it.
1: There's a oh. in my
2: room. <laughs> it probably is. I think so. I can't see any photos. Uh, I. It probably is. I'm telling you that. It is. Let me see. Actually, let me just play one. There's my Netflix? Because um, I can tell you right now, it is a fantastic show, guys. And mm. if you want to, uh, let me see. Play. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. just watch a little bit of Netflix while we're on the party. Watch a little bit of Netflix while we're on the party. Um. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Is that yep, it? yep. Yep. Okay. It's- guys watch this show so once again it's called Kate haunted
3: Haunted. netflix haunted there's three series three seasons and i remember
2: watching it like in the day and it was terrifying some of the stories are severe hauntings that people witnessed and went through it's really (sighs) good yeah so watch that over this one any day well kate i think what it means now is we're gonna put eli to bed as he should be in bed right now because he's a disaster. <laughs> good night, <And> blueberry. <laughs> good night, blueberries. <laughs> gonna get some more tissues, and we are gonna head over to our beautiful, glorious Wheel of Shame. <laughs> <laughs> We're at our Wheel of Shame. We've not been here for a long time. Kate, welcome back to our Wheel of Shame
3: happy to be here
2: oh happy to be here all right we are going to spin this guys and get we definitely need to do a refresh i know we said this numerous times but but, you know tlc is really a lot of the stuff on here is uh, ghosts, sex weird sex stuff (laughs) murder so we'll see what we and sister wives which is a combination of all of that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Slapping>. <laughs> we'll see what we get all right so let's spin our wheel let's count down three two, two one, one. Spin. all right spinning, spinning give us a goodie give us a goodie give us a goodie
3: Come on. <laughs> what
2: do we get okay what this could it? be good this is not death and damnation we got okay it's death and damnation for once i can't even remember this one being on her but this might have some kookadooks in it, which we love. It is called. Check that it's actually still out there. Contraband. Con- whoa. Contraband. Oh my lisp. Oh dear. Here's my list coming in. Contraband seized at the border. Once again, okay. contraband. No. Once again, contraband seized at the border. See, okay. I think this will be like I remember in England we used to have these like well, everywhere I think has them, but these airport shows where it's you're follow they're like real early reality shows where you're following like Border Patrol and stuff like that, and it's all the kooks with the stuff that they have um picked up and in, in their contraband. So it'll be people's luggages getting opened and stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, this is a newer show. There's two seasons. Okay. And it's People getting caught with contra- contraband. Now I want to say Contraband.
2: <laughs> I know I, can't, whoa, whoa, whoa. I get very, I get like a. I've got. don't know if it's a list, but what it, what it is? Just a imped, just a general impediment. Well, I get very like whoa, whoa, whoa. contraband, contra, <coughs> contra. Hmm,
3: hmm, contra. <laughs> Sorry,
2: <laughs> just no. practicing for my voiceover, girls
3: i think you're a contra there you go
2: um so okay i think this would be decent kate because i think there'll be some kooks in it
3: this is different yeah and it's it's some things at the border it's there's one there's a car crash and counterfeit goods and lots of drugs obviously Mm -hmm. uh wow there's a lot of they're all wildly different episode like a lot of different things so we'll have to pick a good episode to check out
2: we can do that we will do that and we will put it up on our instagram guys which is um tender loving care podcast that's a lot of where our social media is based on instagram tender loving care podcast um post every day we respond to all of the dms so please feel free to write to us about anything your little beautiful heart desires um especially if it's about eli roth um (laughs) (laughs) and his numerous bunkers um so yes contact us there we also you can always email us as well at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com where else can they find us Kate? Kate (laughs) chinland
3: We are on TikTok as well, mm. uh, Tender Love and Care Podcast, same handle. And we have a YouTube channel, guys. We're Ooh, YouTubers. YouTubers. Like, subscribe, hit the bell. Hit the and bell. you can find hit us. don't I do Hit the bell. <laughs> <Who's the girl?
2: laughs> God, we're such good YouTubers. Smash we're... that like. Smash that like button. Before we go any further, smash that like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, you can search for us there, Tender Loving Care podcast. Type mm-hmm. that in, you'll start to see us, our faces. Uh, so go congratulations! There.
2: You're yeah, welcome. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing matching, matching uh, shirts. Yep, absolutely.
3: Matching yep. shirts. As much concealer as I can take on by the end of the day. If I do have makeup on, it's a little bit smeared, so I have to just kind of like. We do our best, guys. We do. Until
2: we can get a full team glam in, this is what you're getting. So deal with it.
3: But that's okay because Zoom has a filter that I do utilize. Uh, So yeah, find us on YouTube. Find us on Patreon. We Mm -hmm. have episodes twice a month, bonus episodes that you can listen to if you become a patron. And that is $5 a month. Mm -hmm. We cover all kinds of interesting documentaries over there. So go find us there, Tender Loving Care Pod. And, yep. I think and that's talking, about it, right?
2: Yeah, talking about Patreon. We have a new Patreon episode. You've been so patient with us. We have a new Patreon episode out this Friday. So we are back in the warm, loving arms of cults and a cult documentary. Um, it is one I think when it had just aired, I put it up on our Instagram. If like, has anybody watched this? So Kate, why don't you tell them the name? Because I I want to get the correct name of it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's a documentary. A lot of people have been talking about that we are going to cover for Patreon.
3: Yes, I feel like there's a lot of cult documentaries on Netflix right now. Wonderful um, work, thank cool. you. Yeah, thank you
2: for your service, Netflix. So You've kept it's... me for one more one more month. And I actually, I didn't realize this the other day. So I gave my friend my Netflix login, right? Yeah. And I now, you know how I love to go through my old shows and rewatch because of comfort, cozy. And I'm currently on Arrested Development. So I'm watching Arrested Development all the time on um, Netflix and I go to do it and it's like, you have someone else's watching right now. Um, so you need to upgrade your plan so two people can watch it so you can have Mm -hmm. it on two screens so i now pay like 16 bucks a month for netflix criminal it's ridiculous they're
3: just getting out of hand it's called escaping twin flames
2: that's it escaping twin flames we're going to be covering that shit show on friday so mm-hmm. it will be out on Friday, as will our Bravo show. We're going to be covering the glorious Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, as well as the Real Housewives of BH. And I'd just like to say I was listening to Danny Pellegrino, um, who I'm sure you, a lot of you know, um, and his podcast. And he refers to um, uh, Morgan Wade. She starved me. Um, that's all I could ever think about. Guys, if you haven't listened to basically... Morgan Wade is the rumored lover of Kyle Richards on the show. And they do this one hideously awkward scene and with a tattoo artist and the tattoo artist goes, so how do you know each other? And Morgan Wade just goes, she stopped me. And I, I mean, my impression is outstanding, Kate, would you not say?
3: It is spot on.
2: Thank you so much. (laughs) But Danny Pellegrino calls Morgan Wade the honky tonk lesbian. And (laughs) every time he says it, I piss myself laughing. Kyle and that (laughs) honky tonk lesbian. She's, it's, I don't know what's going on. Kathy just posted a photo with Kyle at Kathy's Christmas party, one of 800 that she's been having recently, with Morgan. No Maurizio, as I like to call him, no Maurizio, but Morgan.
3: Mm. I still don't buy it. Stirring the pot. They're just fanning the flames, fanning the twin flames. Uh Also, we need to update you guys on our holiday schedule. Mm, Good Um, point. Yes. So we are going to be taking a much needed break, um, but we will be putting out content during the break. We will be re-uploading some of our favorite episodes from the past. Mm -hmm. Um, So it'll be, let's see. December it's
2: basically the week 23rd the week of Christmas so that Monday that is 23rd is the 25th Christmas is on a Monday which is the 25th that week we will not have any shows uh up-to-date shows we will re-release and have extra content for you guys then the following week is New Year's and we will also be taking that off but we re- still produce still putting out some content for you to hear from older shows way back in the archives we're going to put those out um and then we will be back to our regular schedule, mark it in your diary, back to our regular schedule on the 9th. We will be hitting up that first 90-day show on the 9th.
3: Yes. And we thank you for your patience during that time. Like we said, we'll be putting stuff out, but there'll be some travel going on and et cetera, et cetera. And we've been, we've been pumping out the episodes. So we just need been to take a We've been pumping it.
2: We've been pumping it like Eli Roth pumps it. All right, wait. We... <laughs> Into that dirty tissue. I've got to stop talking about Eli Roth. All right. Um, we're gonna love you and leave you. We're gonna go. Thank you so much for watching, listening. Because you can watch us once again if you go to our YouTube channel in the glory. You can see our glorious faces as we talk about all this nonsense. We love you, have a fantastic rest of your week. We'll be back with you again on Friday. Bye-bye.
3: Bye,